Minecraft season. This is it. The final. The long-awaited. The last in the series of our Strixhaven Constructed Set Review. It's all been leading up to this. Let's see if we can squeeze the last few drops of worthwhile magic cards out of this review. And also we're excited to release our first assessment of both the new standard and historic formats in the show getting released this coming Monday. So keep an eye out for that and enjoy the show. Lex Vexing Pest is two and a green for a 3-2 legendary creature. Pest is a mythic. And other pests, bats, insects, snakes, and spiders you control get plus one, plus one. When the Vexing Pest dies, you gain four life. But wait, it's a double face card. Search for Blacks is two and a black, black sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may put any number of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. You lose three life for each card you put into your hand this way. All so you right. can pay 15 life to draw, to draw five. five for four mana. We're doing it. <laughs> what? Uh, Is this a card? I, I could see, like, in a control mirror, you just, like, boom, do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's probably better than a three-mana three-two that gains four life when it dies in a control yeah, mirror. Yeah, Blex, Blex helps you cast the backside, man. Weird card. It's, it's another meme. Yeah. Bats, insects, snakes. Like, where do they come up with this crap? This and Kahara, man, you just put them in the same deck, you know? You get all your bases covered. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dude, the, I... The, hmm. the front side of this card is is obviously a meme. Let's talk about the back side. So, so you get to select... You get, you get to dig five deep for something. If you're looking for, like, a trump card, then you pay three mana for it. I mean, three life, three life. for it, yeah. right? Okay, yep. You could get two cards and pay six life, which again, like in a... Con I'm only thinking this is going to matter in a control matchup where your opponent's not trying to beat you down. Um, it's a sorcery, so that's bad in a control matchup. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with a scenario for, for what might actually motivate you to seriously play this backside card. I can't help you. It, yeah, it's probably yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't do it, man. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Do you remember Gather the Pack from Innistrad? Uh, by name, Shadows I don't over what Innistrad. It, does. it was what like two mana. Look at your top five. You put a creature into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. And if you have Delirium, you put two creatures into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Yeah. Like, that's half the cost of Search for Blacks. It's true. Half. And that card was va just a little playable for Delirium. Like, this isn't close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bummer. All right. How about... Why don't you read Belladros Witherbloom, then? Your next okay. Elder Dragon. Great. Five black green... Seven total mana. Legendary creature, Elder Dragon, 4-4. Four, four. 
All right. A We've four, got four four seven, seven, mana. seven mana. Four four flyer. This better be good. Wowzers. At the beginning of each upkeep, create a one one black and green pest creature token with when it dies, you gain one life. So um, that's like verdant force on a dragon. I guess. No, that's like coma world world. Cosmos no, it's serpent. no. Don't you dare invoke the good name of coma. <laughs> anyway, there's one more ability. It, it's 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 the bazinga. You ready? All right. Pay ten life. Untap all lands you control. Activate this once per turn. Okay. Wow. Four, four, for seven. You know the meme on a card thing? Yeah. So this is, Mom, <laughs> can we get Wilderness Reclamation? And Mom <laughs> yeah. says, we have Wilderness Reclamation at home. And this, and this is what this we is have Wilderness Reclamation. <laughs> yeah. <home. laughs> oh, my goodness, man. I thought it was Jorn, but it's definitely this. Oh, my goodness, dude. I just, I don't even know. I okay. You, we've talked about control mirror where life total doesn't matter, and that search for blacks might be a card there. The problem is, if you're in a matchup where life total doesn't matter, or you somehow have ten life around, then like it, it's it's gonna get countered, right? Yeah, it's a seven mana killed. play. It's counted a seven or killed. Play. I mean, um, multiple two mana interaction spells in standard that just deal with this immediately it's kind of nuts in commander where you have 40 life yeah i guess comes down on yeah i don't know man i mean it's commander like that you get to do stuff for seven mana yeah i guess you do i guess you do Um, you don't you don't hear uh this is i i at least admire the big effect but once again, seven mana, and it's four four. I, yes, couldn't they have oof. made it like a six six at least? Come on, man. Why not? Come Why, on. Man. How is that op? I don't. Yeah, yeah. They could have beast is bigger, and you get a one one. They could have made. They could have made it a seven seven, and then it would have been like that. Um, who's that guy that draws you seven cards when you pay seven life? Do you know what I'm talking about? Grizzlebrand. Grizzlebrand. That was eight mana, though. Yeah. That was eight mana. Okay. Well, they, yeah. Well, they still could have made it a seven, seven. I don't think it would have hurt. Anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I. Th- th- why are the dragons memes, man? Yeah, why? dude. Come on. Come on, man. Seven mana? Seven mana. Okay. Here's my theory. All right. There's the five pre-construct, like, new new player decks uh, uh, for the different them. for yeah. the different uh, houses, right? And these yeah. are probably in each one. They just couldn't they possibly. They just couldn't possibly give someone buying a pre-constructed magic product a good card. Yeah, the the dean and probably the dragon is are in each of those because all of those cards are like insane amounts of text that are incredibly understated. I feel really bad for the new player who takes oh, these man. cards to a tournament and. Like just gets absolutely rolled by everything else. Like it's... they 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 thought they had it, man. They had a double sided dean. They had a a legendary elder dragon, and this is what they had. Yeah, oh. it's it's savage. It is just literally savage. All right, how about Callous Blood Mage? Two and a black creature, vampire, warlock at rare. It is a two one. 
And when it ETBs, you choose one. You either get to make a 1-1 pest with when this creature dies, you gain one life, or you draw a card and you lose one life, or you exile target player's graveyard. Okay, this card's not terrible. It's okay. It's okay, right? It's not amazing, but... Uh, I mean, most of the time you probably just draw the card and lose the life, right? Yeah, that's got to be the default. The exile thing has to be for a very special situation, although it's good against rogues and good against Rakdos. Because good against cycling. Yeah, good yeah. against cycling, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. It is not what you want to be doing uh, if you're in a stats race. So yeah, it's, um, it's not like if, if your deck has a ton of creatures, like this is not probably what you're playing because you're going to fall behind the person playing Lovestruck Beast, playing Bonecrusher Giant. So you want to play this probably in something that also has removal spells. So if you're playing it in that deck, you're willing to play a longer game, so you need a finisher. What's your finisher? Like, what is your over-the-top plan? That's that's going to be the question, but this mm-hmm. card's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's decent. You know, costs three You know mana. what? This is two bodies to go with the 11, the 11 10. There you go. There you go. That's, really that's your big it. plan. I mean, it's that's not insane. It's something between between yeah. this and Woe Strider, you can probably attack a few times with that sucker if they can't kill it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, it's true. It does make more bodies, right? We've had several cards we looked at that want you to have more bodies. Yeah, and this card's good. So yeah, it's a glue card. Plus, plus, it's just got enough. It's got enough modes and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's, it's going to be useful in pretty much every game. So I like that. Um. Okay, why don't you read Poet's Quill? Oh, gladly. Uh, Does it rhyme? Uh, One and a black, but it cannot attack. It's an (laughs) artifact equipment, but I can't rhyme it anymore. With Uh, the shipment. (laughs) It's just nothing. (laughs) Anyway, when Poet's Quill enters the battlefield, you learn. And equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has lifelink, and it equips for one and a black. It's a is very this, simple little card. Is this the learn card we've been waiting for? Uh, uh, prob- no. Probably not. I don't think it's a good enough buff. Mm-hmm. And two mana to equip is... It's a chunk. It's not cheap. Um, do, plus one, plus one's a small bonus. Do you think if I the... I don't e- think so. If the equip cost was one generic mana, would we be in for this card? I'd be thinking it, yeah. Because that- then it's pretty close to a Shadow Spear, which... Yeah. came close in its time that's this is okay that's what i'd be looking for on this card so it, this card reads as close but no cigar to me if if it were a shadow spear if it gave trample and lifelink i would be all over it oh, because dude. of the 11 10 it'd be amazing yeah because I mean, because of the 11 10 yeah no i mean this this card eh. this card's close this card's really close um how about all right. Oh, here we go again. You want I'm, you want me? Wait, I just read one. You have to read this. One. I have to read this. You do. Oh, God. I, I have no. I have no sympathy. Oh Let's my go. God. Let's go. Step. Like, do your job. I'm like the crafties. Demand it. You know. You know when you're. This is what this feels like. You know when you're at the bar, and you've already had like seven shots. And your friends are like, another round, you know? And you're just, you're like, you're like, literally like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep up, man. 
You are describing the college experience very well. I, I am, dude. Oh, my God. This is like the end of spring break is how I feel right now. Okay. All right. We're doing this. Jadzi, Oracle of Arcavios, six blue, blue, legendary creature, human wizard at Mythic. It is a 5-5 five, five for eight mana, Kavaka Blue. It's All good right. rate. Good. good. <laughs> it's, it's the going rate, man. That's what the economy's like, I guess. Discard a card, return Jadzi, Oracle of Arcavios to its owner's hands so you can cast it again for eight mana. Mage Craft. When you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card, you may cast it by paying one mana rather than paying its mana cost. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield. Because we really need to ramp after we cast this. Alright, but wait, there's more. Journey to the Oracle. Two green green. Sorcery. You may put any number of land cards from your hand onto the battlefield. Then if you control eight or more lands, you may discard a card. If you do, return Journey to the Oracle to its owner's hand. We don't just get it back, man. We have to discard a card. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Wizards. Wizards, I'm trying to sell your product here. All right. We have an audience that wants to play magic. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Oh my god. What the ever-loving fluff? Uh, <laughs> okay, can we? <laughs> what are we doing with this card, CGB? You can put any... Okay, let's start with the back. All right, let's start with the back. Okay. Put any number of land cards from your hand onto the battlefield. When might we have a lot of lands we want to draw? Ever? I mean, when you're really, really unlucky. Yep. And this is really going to turn it around. Okay. I, okay, so somehow you got a bunch of... So the card I said uh, when I saw this was Yashan. Yep, Yashan is a thing. But, I mean, just a reminder, all you did was cast Migration Path. <laughs> it, it, because, yeah. like... And you didn't even get the cards out of your deck. You just put cards from your hand it's so like <sighs> how about um okay okay the kraken the ice right breaker the kraken. ice breaker kraken yeah, you just bounce the lands and then, and then you just return play the them all out again then you discard the kraken it's a combo oh. you discard the kraken just to get it back we really did it yeah we really did it i mean so okay i, I don't know what we're doing with this the back side reads like a combo card to me I saw someone post the thing on Facebook in some older format, which is like a return everyone's lands to their hands card, and then you play this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I mean, do we even have to tackle the front side? Because I just, like, what? Dude, dude, you can discard a card to return this eight mana it's eight five drop. five to your hand. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So, so my, let me get this straight. My eight drop allows me to... When I cast an instant or sorcery, reveal the top card of my library. And if it's a non-land card, okay, I can cast it by paying one. Okay. And if it is an instant or sorcery, it triggers itself again. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Whenever you cast or copy okay. an instant or sorcery spell. So we, we, we cascade off with this thing? Yeah, it, it doesn't say once per turn. 
you still have to pay one. You don't mm-hmm. get it for free. But. Mm-hmm. Cool story, bro. Um, all right. Maybe maybe this is a fun commander at some point. Why? Okay. I mean, I don't know how close we are to the end and if you want to save this to the end. But, I mean, is there a discussion to be had here? Why don't I want to figure out these cards? Why does my brain just revolt against this? Dude, they're nonsense. Like, actual factual nonsense. Eight mana. Like, like we just, like, the what we've learned about magic for the years that we've played it and tried to get better at it is that this doesn't work. And then there's just mythic and rare after mythic and rare being like, hey, do this thing that you know doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's it. Okay. That It's killing right. me. You are right. I can tell it's killing you. It's killing me. Yeah, I'm struggling. You know? <laughs> I'm I'm struggling, man. Like I really want to be excited about new cards. You know, I really do. Well, let's go find some. All right, we we just have to make the reviews a little more vicious and a little quicker, and okay. we will we can get it done. Okay. All right. Um, Here, I'll show you. I'll show you. Tempted by the Auric. Yep. One blue, blue, blue sorcery for each opponent. Gain control of up to one target creature or planeswalker. That player's control with mana value three or less. This is one more for a Lull Mage's domination. Next card. Next card. Good in commander. Boom. Okay. Um, next card. How about 10 the Pests? Black, green, instant. As an additional cost to cast the spell, sacrifice a creature. Create X, 1, 1, black and green pest creature tokens with. Then when this creature dies, you gain one life, where X is a sacrifice creature's power. I don't know, man. What do you think? Could make, like, five tokens with Lovestruck Beast? Uh, we could... War? Corvold? Like, yep. steal their thing, sacrifice it, make dorks? I yep. would rather village rights, but it's better than sacking it to a woe strider for a scry. This this feeds our dude, right? Uh, eleven ten. It does. Yeah, it does. You can also pitch the eleven ten if they target it with something to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. This also Could... is a token maker. We were talking. Yeah. We we're wondering about tokens. This makes tokens. This isn't terrible. No. I just don't know if it's better than Witch's Oven and Village Rites. Two mana is literally double what one mana is. I agree. This this is like a niche card. Um, it's possible as a deck that wants you to just vomit a bunch of pests out and then you play this in some number, but just, mm-hmm. you know, good to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. How about... Uh, okay. Why don't you read Reject for us? Or reject, <laughs> depending you, on whether you want it to be a verb or a noun. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> One in a blue instant. Counter target creature or planeswalker unless its controller pays three. If that spell is countered this way, exile it instead of putting it into its owner's graveyard. So a two-mana exile effect that's just for creatures or planeswalkers, and you can pay your way through it. Um... I think it's awesome that the art as a has a goblin looking stupid and getting rejected by a blue mage. Yeah. And that the source, the the person who spoiled it is Jim Davis, who I thoroughly thumped his goblin decks with my Yorian decks. So this Flavor is working win. for me. I hope he mentioned me when he revealed it. I hope that there are still scars on his psyche. Anyway. I don't so, think I'm gonna play this card instead of Essence Scatter or Negate. Say, yeah, worse than Essence Scatter most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um it yeah, it's a card to know about. It's a card that shows up in certain meta games, I think. 
I, I would say it's an option. It seems pretty far off for me. You would have to really hate Croxa, you know? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I mean, picture trying to hit an ox with this. They usually have the three. It's only two mana to bring back the yeah, ox. Yeah, that's, that's mm. pretty brutal. Yep. Yeah. All right. So maybe not. How about... Uh, about Mortality Spear. Yeah, I was considering it. Okay, why don't you read it? <clears throat> two black green instant. The spell costs two less to cast if you gain life this turn. Destroy target non-land permanent. It's Assassin's Trophy that doesn't ramp. Yeah, cost four most of the um, time. Uh, you can gain life. There's, mm-hmm. there's ways to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Do we? Yeah. I'm trying to think about like the most common ways that we're gaining life in standard at the moment pests that die i mean this so this card is probably going to see some amount of historic play as long as cat oven is a thing yeah and cat oven was supposed to be a thing in standard Mm -hmm. and it's not but um obviously if you're paying four for it it's a bad bind the old gods Mm -hmm. like an instant speed front chapter of buying the old gods we have to remember we still do have food in standard we do so you know like this this could go straight into like some kind of um yeah like it's like a golgari food build you know Mm -hmm. we've we've seen them before we could see them again uh the pests strike me as a great way to gain life Mm -hmm. uh in this format you just chump block with your one one gain one life and then crack this off you know Mm-hmm. Cool card. Probably shows yeah. up. It's not painful I, I to think cast so. the full cost for it either. Ingenious Mastery. X, two, blue. Rare Sorcery. You may pay two and a blue rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Here it comes. You ready? <laughs> Prepare for disappointment. <laughs> All right. If the two and a blue cost was paid, you draw three cards. Then an opponent creates two treasure tokens and they scry two. If the cost wasn't paid, you draw X cards. You draw X cards. That's what yeah. that was. What we were waiting for. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so we can draw. On. Yeah. Hold on. How does this work? So if you decide to pay the alternate cost, mm-hmm. you draw three. You draw three. Okay. But the opponent Got gets it. two treasures and a scry two. <sighs> okay. So basically, you get like a really bad divination. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. And then if you don't, it's just a really bad Sphinx's rev. Yeah. So in other words, this card's really bad yeah okay all right glad glad we figured that out you your opponent needs to have basically no ways whatsoever to punish you for that three mana draw three like yeah like i mean do that to an ultimatum give them two free mana see how that works out for you casting your sorcery yep 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 okay well now we know uh how how about i'm looking at this card flunk Let's see. One and a black instant. <laughs> Target creature gets minus X minus X until end of time. I'm just reading the cheap cards, CGB. Yeah, yeah, do it. Where X is seven minus the number of cards in that creature's controller's hand. 
7 minus the number. Okay, so if they have 6 cards, it's a minus 1 minus 1. If they have 5 cards, it's a minus 2 minus 2. Scales accordingly. Um, yeah, seems like it's going to hit most of the time, right? Heartless act. Eliminate. Sure. Or this. Sure. But, I don't know. Like, okay, do we play this against, like, uh, the mono white deck? You could. Mm-hmm. You could. Uh, how, how many Grasp of Darkness have you encountered? I know Grasp is harder to oh, cast. Oh, wait, that's but... still in the format, isn't it? Yeah. If we, <laughs> if we... Deadweight is in the format. That's Myers true, Grasp is in the format. Deadweight's probably just better. I, I mean, look, it's an option. It's a good card to know about. It's rare that it's going to be the best or better option. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, why don't you read Auric Law Mage? Two black black, three three, human warlock at rare. Tap. Search your library for a card. Put it into your graveyard. Then shuffle. If it's an instant or sorcery card, put a plus one plus one counter on the Auric Lore Mage. We really did it. We this card flunked. We really did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's another meme <laughs> okay four mana three three with an ability that you have to tap for like yeah. you like it has to survive a turn yeah. and you have to just be okay with doing a four mana three three we don't have to explain anymore i think no. why this sucks but no. we, here they are they keep coming we, we saw don't let's see if culling ritual is any good two black green sorcery at rare Destroy each non-land permanent with mana value 2 or less. Add black or green for each permanent destroyed this way. Interesting card. Um, you know what this reminds me of a little bit is Yaheni's Expertise. It's, okay. you know, so um, this card is very narrow. You know, you're probably only playing it against people who are, like, going wide with a bunch of cheap stuff. There are scenarios in which this, like, rats your opponent's board and lets you cast another thing. And when that happens, it will be busted. So it also hits their food, their cat, their oven, their trail of crumbs, their yep. lucky clover, their edgewall innkeeper. Edgewall innkeeper. Um, it, it, I mean, there's a fair amount of stuff this hits. <laughs> their wolf willow havens, their omens of the sea. It, you know. I mean, it kills the Annex tokens, and you know what I mean? Um, so, meh. It's, it's, like, it's hard to imagine main decking it. Perhaps it comes in out of a sideboard. Is there a deck that, that this doesn't hit at all? That this is a complete Stone Cold whiff against? Like um, it, it does crush all of the rogues' things. They are a Luris deck. Dude, you know what would be savage? Okay, check this out. You're playing against... Uh, Sultai, right? And they go like turn two Wolf Willow Haven into like turn three Tome. Or maybe they play like two Wolf Willow Havens, right? Mm -hmm. And then you just freaking culling ritual them. That would be it's pretty good. Sick. Like, so that's that the sick. matchup where you would expect this to be at its worst. Exactly. There is a range where you get to do that. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. So that's why I ask, like, what matchup is this Stone Cold Dead in? Yeah. Um,. Is there one? It. I have to say that although it does hit like Lovestruck Beast tokens and Innkeepers and stuff, this doesn't seem good against Adventures to me. 
not if they got to draw off their innkeeper twice already. It's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. I, I agree with not that. Not good against that. Um, although, like Naya Adventure, this probably hits plenty of things in that deck. That deck's all about pooping out a bunch of oh, cheap yeah, the, stuff. The Clarion, the Sentinel, and all of their ilk. All of that crap, right? So it's, yeah. this is probably fairly good against that deck. I would, I would think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you I said, guess control decks like Demir Control, you might get their Tome. Yeah, that's it. Um, this also could be fairly annoying, like for Yorian decks, right? Like, you know, let's say the Yorian decks, like, it is. they have a, you know, they have a Birth of Miletus wall, they have a couple of omens, maybe they have a live Birth of Miletus at the time. Like, you know, you could, you could definitely, I mean, one thing this card doesn't get you is card advantage, but it does get you mana advantage. So. I don't know, man. This this card's in consideration. Are you blowing up your own stuff? And then what are you doing with the mana? Do you have something cool to do with the mana? Like, you're not going to activate your Maze Mind Tome, you just killed it. Yeah, I mean, so, there are I'm scenarios curious. in which that's doable. Uh, you could, like... It's not inconceivable that you could just randomly generate, like, six mana with this thing. Imagine if you cast this on turn four, you hit, like three or four of your opponent's things and three or four of your things and then you just freaking slammed something nasty like an onyx right professor onyx okay it's like it's okay. it's christmas land but like damn that would be really powerful yeah i, I think it could have its moments this card's interesting something mm-hmm. worth actually playing with yeah trying to figure I, out i i would keep an eye on the format and there are i don't know this card could be very powerful like, if you resolve this against rogues, this could be really good. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, this is an interesting card, CGB. Why don't you read Rushed Rebirth? Black and a green instant at rare. Choose target creature. When that creature dies this turn, search your library for a creature card with lesser mana value, put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. What are you doing with this one? What do you got? I mean, could be a combo card in your own deck. This could be like a um, neoform. Neoform. Some someone brought up a good point with this card that if you target an opponent's creature, mm-hmm. you still get to do the thing. Yeah, right. That that's what I thought of first. So, so I didn't really want to target my creatures very much. Right, right. But you know, if you're sacrificing them, like let's say you sack them for value, and then you get something else anyway, it's not like. I don't know. This card's very situational, but it is fairly powerful. It does suck that it has to be lesser mana value, mm-hmm. turning your three thing into a two, getting a two. I, I guess it depends on the impact that we have with these cards. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we fetching, and how much impact does an individual... Excuse me. How much impact does an individual card at lesser mana value have when you just lost the card that's bigger and you had two mana available to pay? Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a lot better if you're like killing your opponent's creature anyway and you also get something out of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Although, granted, what this card essentially kind of parlays into is like a conditional flash cheap creature most of the time, right? Yeah. So it's one of the questions is like, do we have a creature that our deck really wants to have in play all the time, right? Like a, like a priest, priest of the forgotten gods, right? Something like that. That's what I'm struggling with. It feels like the, a lot of the creatures in the format are just 
fodder, especially yeah. around like black green Sultai. Like we don't really care about them very much, to be exactly. honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Gargaroth is the one that comes to mind, but we need to, an, a, a six drop to kill to go get it. That's mm-hmm. asking a that's asking a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't think so, man. Yeah, I agree. It's it's probably a miss. So in that case. Oh man, we're into a bunch of cosmetics. A lot of cosmetics here. Like That's all the, the cosmetics set. that didn't get put out. We did it. That's the set. We did it. We came we... to the end, man. Oh my gosh, oh my dude. Lord. That felt like that felt like writing a dissertation. I mean, the... I Kovacoblu, I honestly cannot remember the last time I've been so disappointed looking at the spoilers of a set. I Here's the weird thing. There's good cards. Mm-hmm. Like, there's playable cards. It's that the cards that are unplayable are really unplayable mm-hmm. and, like, really chunky blocks of text, and they're in the rares in the mythic slots. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time this was this way. I felt this way a lot looking at Kaladesh Inventions, like, mm. just some of the ridiculous artifacts in there, and it turned out a lot of those were better than I thought, but this is not Kaladesh. Like, these aren't just like kind of unwieldy different wacky artifacts these are elemental expressionist with a billion lines of text that adds up to nothing and flame scroll celebrant which is a double-sided just worse in every way card uh than the things that exist and i'm excited about harness and infinity and i'm excited about silver quill silencer and vanishing verse but you forget about it so quick after you've read dramatic finale and tried to come up with some interesting thing to do with it and yeah it it feels like there's nothing i feel like the top 10 for this set is not the best cards it's just the playable cards that's how yeah the okay cards yeah and i'm very i'm very worried because we i had this rant like the very first time you know that Mm -hmm. like these color combinations aren't the good ones no they're the ones that nobody is playing right now yeah so these cards have to push that and did any of these get there to a deck that that competes with Sultai Ultimatum? That competes with it, adventures. That competes with the good with rogues. Yeah, it's so. What I'm seeing is that they did a pretty good job of printing cheap answer cards in those colors, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like each college got a two mana instant like good answer card. You know, cards like the Vanishing Verse and the Simic one that counts as a spell and does the fight and stuff. The problem is that we don't actually have incent. Like, you play those cards when you're in the deck. You you need an incentive to get into that deck, and we don't have the incentives. We just have these efficient answers. So those in and of themselves are not going to pull you into a color, right, or a color yeah. combo. Yeah, I have a really hard time just figuring out like what this, what these decks do. Um... Like, what is the theme? Like, what mm-hmm. is the mid-game like in the Simic deck, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't feel it got there. The blue-red deck just sounds like a, a joke, like a weird combo deck. Mm-hmm. Um, White-red and red-blue, or not red-blue, Um, black-white and white-red. Yeah. Oros, Orozov, Silver Quill, and Lorehold. I'm going to mm-hmm. get it. They have Elite Spellbinder, and that's the card I just keep coming back to again and again. We can disrupt our opponent a little bit and beat them to death. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that's probably my card of the set. Yeah, I think 
I think law, the law hold combination, the red white is the closest in my mind to getting there. I think like you can put together a narrative of like enough good white and red aggressive cards that you can put together a, a pretty good red white deck in standard. We have the lands to do it. Um, so that's where I would be looking first. I don't know that that deck is going to be better than either of the monocolored decks in those colors that currently exist so mm-hmm. that's a strike against it yeah it's kind of hard for me man I'm, I'm i'm with you i'm just i'm i don't feel like this brings identity that is required for those decks so yeah it's kind of like we keep kicking the can down the road to like maybe the next set's going to be the one that suddenly makes you know oars of clerics a thing right or Maybe it's the next set that gives us enough reasons that we want to play just like a straight up blue red deck, but it's not, we're not getting them. So you know how you head off to college and you take a few classes and then you, you pick your major, right? (laughs) And at this, and and you, you ace a few tests. And at this point you feel like you've got it all figured out. The world is your fricking oyster. You know who you are, where you belong, and you know where you're going and you're going to succeed and everything's going to be great. But in reality, you need some experience, a bit more stats, and a bit more ability to be a fully rounded, functioning person. That feels like all these that's, cards to me, man. Yeah, that's it. They're man. all they're all like super all this stuff and pizzazz and confidence and just out thereness, and it adds up to I'll just take a three mana five five and beat you with it. Yep. I'm just good experience, love struck beast, man. Time tested and true. Agreed. Agreed. I want my cardboard back, man. Give me, give me my cardboard back. Well, you get it in the Mystical Archive. What do you yes. think of the theory that wizards knew? Like, they really powered this down because of the Eldraine effect, and so they added the Mystical Archive so that those who want power can go to Historic and get it. What do you think of that theory? I mean, it checks out as far as my behavioral patterns, you know, because that's what I'm going to be doing. And that's, you know, and I mean... Okay, so this does look to me like it could be a fairly good limited set. So I think that probably I'm going to be spending, when this set releases, I'm probably going to be spending a majority of my time just grinding Mythic, getting a bunch of these Mystical Archive cards, and then just like having a playground in Historic. So yeah, I mean, if that theory were true, it would be the right thing to do given this set. Yeah. Ah, man, it's it's going to be a scary couple of months. I, I hope that there's something I'm missing, mm-hmm. but it feels like the meta for standard is, you know, like not, hang on to your rogues. Yeah, not going to change. You don't, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to need many packs of this. Just play rogues, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And, Where, and Saltai. It, yeah, it, you're going to have to dig deep into this card pool to like really find a new archetype. But hey, so, we got a mascot, the crafty. We companion. we did we did get a mascot. Heck yeah, we did, dude. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we got a mascot. We got Polo's card. We got the mystical archive. Overall, I'm still stoked for the release. I'm just not stoked for standard. So agree. I'm, uh, you know, good luck, CGB. That's all I can I, say. I, yeah, I mean, that's kind of my brand. That's where I live for the most <laughs> part. So. Thank you. Uh, All your sympathy is appreciated. Send your thoughts and prayers. Um, I will say to everybody who listened to all our reviews, I know for a fact that some people in particular, their ears start to bleed when they hear too many complaints of one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, like, 
I like this is what we do. We talk about cards, and mm-hmm. we're not going to sit here and fake that we think something's great if it's not. And when something is legitimately like not fun to go through, like a lot of these very convoluted mythics are with a lot of effects that just add up to stuff we don't really want to do. I yeah, it does it like this podcast has never felt like a chore to me. No, me but neither. this almost did. Yeah. Yeah. It got close. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't you and it wasn't magic itself. It was some of these cards. You know? Agreed, man. I, it's never felt like such a slog, you know, to to get through them. So, yeah, I I feel like on this podcast I tend to play the role of the fresh-faced, naive optimist when it comes to new cards, and I feel like CGB is like the the cold, sober voice of reason. And it was hard, man. It was hard to <laughs> to motivate myself into that position. You know, I was like, I was literally behind the scenes. I was just skipping cards I ordinarily would have read because I just my confidence level was so low that they were going to yeah, be man. anything. So well. I'm. I will go on the record. I think you did a good job, and I appreciate you toughing this out. For those who hear this, we recorded in a marathon two day session, and are probably going to release this over several days. So, I mean, I appreciate you taking the time. I love podcasts. Hopefully, the listeners who are still here probably feel the same way. So, on behalf of the ones who who enjoyed it, thank you. Yes, and you know, thanks for those of you who felt the slog. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, yeah. We're really not, just like CGB said, we're not trying to make this feel negative. And I think those who have been with us for a long time know that we tend to be quite pro new sets and pretty excited about new cards. So if this is your first experience of an ArenaCraft set review, just know this is not the norm. Or hopefully it will not be the new normal, as it were. Let me let me know what you think of this idea for a stream. I've been kicking this one around. So like my next, my set review stream, I'm going to do... Strixhaven or Homelands? I'm going to <laughs> go through the spoiler. I'm going to pull up a card and then I'm <laughs> going to compare it to a random card from Homelands, which uh... is vastly regarded as one of the worst sets ever. And I don't know. We'll just see. Well, you know, which which would you rather take? Which would you rather play in your deck? Genius. Yep. Well, genius. We'll see. We'll I see. love it. Yeah, the first set that was released after I started playing Magic was Fallen Empires. Oh yeah. I feel like oh, this yeah. is the fallen empires of recent recent magic design. So, anyway, there were there were a couple bangers in that set. And there are a couple bangers here. Yep. I I honestly think it's not as bad as it feels. It really yeah. is all the rares and mythics with a mile of text that you don't even want to play. Yeah. Like that's the part that gets me. Yeah. Anyway, we're beating a dead horse. All I'm, right. Any, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for joining us for another episode of the Arena Craft Podcast, a show dedicated exclusively to Magic Eye Arena. Uh you can find this show on I looked at the stats, CGB, and the the most number of people listen to the show on Apple, Apple iTunes products, about uh, or Apple Podcasts, I guess, is the uh, app, 60%. And then I was surprised to hear this, 20% of our listeners on Spotify. So Yo. shout out to our Spotify listeners. Y'all are awesome. So yes, you can find our show on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on a bunch of places so wherever you want to listen to us we probably are there 
Uh, you can occasionally find me streaming on twitch.tv forward slash arenacraftpodcast. You can also regularly find Cobalt Go Blue streaming on twitch.tv forward slash Cobalt Go Blue. And uh, if you're watching this on Cobalt Go Blue's channel, thank you. Leave a comment. Wonderful to have you here. You can watch this on Cobalt Go Blue's channel. So go check that out. All right, man. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to checking in with you next week to talk about the new meta and see how things are going. Hell yeah, man. I I can't wait to report on uh, just exactly what rogues and uh, ultimatums are doing against the new cards. I really do hope some of them can stand up to it and put up a fight. I, I hope that's there. Me too, man. Me too. All right. Take it easy, CGB, and take it easy, crafties. Later, crafties. Later, crafties.